Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the Armor 2.0 system. It's going to be my review of how it's landing in the game. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now at SayNoToRage.com. It'll bring you right to my Twitch channel. I'm usually live when these hit the feed, so come to SayNoToRage.com. If I'm not live, you can hit the follow button to catch the streams. If you're watching on YouTube, hit like and subscribe also helps me out. So I, th- the reason I wanted to talk about this is I wanted to wait a little bit. I didn't want to jump right in after like a week and be like, it's great or it's bad. I think there's some nuance here. I think there's good and bad. I think there are things that they they, they thought through and they've, they've added really, really healthy things to the game while also maybe having things that are a little either too limiting or maybe too short-sighted. This, this, some of this stuff might not scale properly. So I'm going to walk through three sections, the good, the bad, and the concerning because I do think there's a lot going on in the armor system and we don't want to do that thing where we summarize a whole system either as it's bad or as it's good without really thinking about the, you know, the finer points. So the good. I actually really like this system a lot more than I thought I was going to. I didn't think I was going to care that much at all. I thought I was going to blow it off. I thought I was going to like, yeah, who really gives a frick? I'm going to get a build and kind of be done with it. There's actually significant freedom in the game with the mods first. Let's just talk about the actual mods on a, on a given piece where you can change things and adjust things. So, I'll give you an example. My boots right now, I'm running Supreme Nightmare Crusher, which is the highest level of mod in the game right now, and it's only in Nightmare Hunts. There's no Supreme mods anywhere else. You get additional damage from your melee and grenade abilities in Nightmare Bosses, which is actually pretty freaking strong, especially when you run it with Oppressive Darkness, which is the debuff effect from the artifact, okay? Now, I run this in Nightmare Hunts. When I leave Nightmare Hunts and go into the raid, I have Enhanced Relay Defender. I have Enhanced Voltaic Moat Collector. I am changing these according to the activity that I'm going into. 500 Glimmer to change is incredibly, incredibly reasonable. So, the freedom that I have in my loadout is actually really, really good. I think it's probably better than we've ever had in the history of Destiny. I have far more impact over my loadout than I ever have before. I absolutely love this system. Now, this is going to touch some of my concerns later in the video, but I love it. I really, really do. I love the freedom that I have with the mods and the loadout. Now, the appearance tab is another thing where I'm probably going to be or sound a little bit like a hypocrite here, but they at least implemented it in the way that I said I would be okay with implementing a transmog system. Being able to change the appearance of my of my gear, I really, really appreciate. But they did it in a way where it's not confusing. If you inspect me, it's very clear that I'm wearing substitutional alloy robes, even though they look like the Eververse set, the Symmetrist's Habit, okay? I, I like this. This works. This is a great way to give me customization over my appearance and allow me to look the way that I want without limiting me too much and without making me have to wear something that's ugly just because it has a really, really good stat roll. Again, the key point here is freedom, and they implemented it in a way that did not trivialize old loot paths and loot circles. If you want to go get certain armor sets from certain places, you have to. The ornament sets are only from the Eververse or from the Season Pass. It's a great way to allow us to look the way that we want obviously you're gonna have to rely on the i forgot i had that ornament you're gonna have to rely on ornaments and things like that on exotics if you want to look a certain way uh in addition to the way that you look with these you can't like put an ornament on there that is from you know an eververse set it has to be an ornament that's specific to 
uh, the the actual exotic. So I, I didn't realize we didn't have the right shader on there. There we go. So I love it. The good, the good is good. Okay, the good is good. There are stats, there are builds, there are loadouts. I can really aspire to. I really love changing my loadout and trying different things. One time I had like everything focused on giving myself grenades. Other times I focus on doing everything for raid, doing everything for nightmares. When I go nightmare hunting for the you know the fragments, I buff everything I can for nightmare hunt bosses, and I feel the difference. We had a big debate this morning about the recluse and how the recluse is too strong. Don't blow up my comments. I'll probably do a separate video, but my point was in the in, in that debate was challenge and difficulty and um, power. Power is best felt. You feel the most powerful when challenge and choice are experienced. And right now if you go into the right content, you go into the more aspirational content, nightmare hunts, nightfalls, raids, etc., it, the challenge and your choice is experienced in a really, really good way. I feel powerful because I'm not just using some pre-made, easy, one button, everybody does it, one size fits all meta. I'm changing things all around in the raid, nightmare hunts, and, and the like. I haven't even really delved into the harder nightfalls yet. I've been kind of saving that. And I love that my loadout and my choices are affecting that. So that's the good. Armor 2.0 is really bringing that element to the game in a way that has never been here before, okay? Now let's talk about the bad. Affinity is not helping, and I was wrong, okay? Write it down. I was wrong. I said Affinity wasn't going to be that big of a deal. It's annoying, and it feels really unnecessary. I understand what they're doing. I don't want to jettison the entire Affinity system. If you're unaware of what Affinity means, this right here is solar energy. You can see right here, you can see the color, you can see the little flame, it's solar energy. That dictates what mods I can put on this gun. So right now, as you can see, I cannot put a pulse rifle reloader on. I had to put the significantly more expensive 5 energy for rifle reloader, uh, and I, I couldn't do it over here. These ones are 1, 2, 3, and then obviously, I don't know why they have a 4 on rocket launcher. Rocket launchers suck anyway. Uh, but anyway, they th- th- that's, that's limiting what I can do, okay? Now, I don't think we need to jettison affinity from the game. It's, it's a good way to have some level of hindrance and decision making in your build. But here's my problem with it. If I finally get a great stat roll on a piece of armor, and I really, really want it to be arc or void affinity, whatever I need for my build, I think you should let me change that when I take it all the way to level 10. If I spend the time and the investment to grind, get the god roll, and then invest the resources in that particular piece, I think once I do that, I should be able to, for a very costly price, maybe include an ascendant shard in there, change the affinity to what I want. And again, if you make it really expensive, I'm not going to be doing this left and right. Void to arc to solar, void to arc to solar. I'm not going to be doing that. I'm probably going to do it one time and take it to the one that I want, okay? So I don't think that the system is working very well. I'm providing that feedback to Bungie. I don't think the system is complete yet, but I also don't think they're going to completely remove affinity from the game. I think that letting us change it when it hits the level 10 is a very easy request that would work in line with the pre-existing system. It would work within the identity of investing in your loot and in your armor without completely breaking and getting rid of the system as it is. 
So I don't see them removing the entire system anyway. I think they thought this through. They looked at it. They can see further down the road than we can. And I think they knew they needed this system in place. So it wasn't just a matter of, oh, I finally got a god roll. I'm done. And I can put any mod I want on it. They want to have some level of hindrance in your build and what you can put on. Overall, that's the only real bad thing I could see going on here. I do think there's a certain detachment from the gear because you're able to decorate it however you want and basically all you're doing is combing over stats but I'd rather be combing over stats than worrying about what the armor looks like. I actually think farming for the stat rolls is actually like a really really good thing. Now everything I've said leads me to the final and probably most important part of the video, my concerns okay? Stat drops are all over the place and need some clarity. I don't know what the heck is going on. Raids don't drop very good stats. They're traditionally low 50s. People are getting great above 60 rolls from Iron Banner. I mean, come on. You're literally... Any potato can boot up Iron Banner and grind through and get kills slowly and surely. If I'm going into a non-match-made six-man activity that's called aspirational content, you better give me better stat rolls. Uh, I think the floor of stats on aspirational content, pinnacle content, should be a 60. Iron Banner is not pinnacle. I, you'll never win that debate with me. Uh, dungeons and raids are pinnacle. Iron Banner is match-made, and you don't have to be... You don't have to do anything. You boot up and shoot, and you get stuff. Um, I think that's absurd. But... I, I hear the argument of, oh, it's a catch-all, it's once a month, it's for the rest of the community to try to get good loot, fine, but for Frick's sake, raids should not be dropping stuff inferior to world drops with respect to stats, I just, I don't know, I think stats should drop higher, and they should have a, a higher floor uh, in the raid, stats just seem all over the place, they don't seem to make a whole lot of sense, that's concerning, did they think this through, are people going to get god rolls from really, really easy content, you know, that's that, that could potentially be a problem. Uh, once I'm catstoned on all my gear, what are you going to offer in future seasons? If I spend the duration of this season getting god roll armor, investing in it, leveling it up, and getting my loadouts and builds the way that I want, what are you going to do next season? That's a concern that I have. That's a question that I have. I'm not saying that they won't be able to offer me anything. I just think that's going to be a bit of a problem. Like, if I get absolutely capstoned amazing armor sets and I can swap mods for 500 glimmer there's not a whole lot of reason for me to change or chase my new armor somebody's saying seasonal mods I mean I have that here artifact mods seem powerful and they're going to retire them that'll change our builds but like what else are you going to do breach refractor and oppressive darkness and a reload mods really all I'm running yeah, that'll change my build, but that's not going to change the actual armor that I'm wearing. It's just going to change the mod that I apply from the artifact. It's not going to change my gauntlets, my helmet, my boots, my chest piece. I'm just going to be like, oh, there's new artifact mods. I'll slot these instead of the old ones. How are they going to motivate me to go into new content and chase new armor? You're going to have to make it look amazing, right? Amazing. The seasonal slot, not the artifact. Right, so you're telling me that you think next season... I'm not, like, this is Undying Armor mod. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it's Undying Armor. So I'm having to make a little bit of an adjustment right here in the middle of the video. Once we're in Season of Dawn, this mod slot will change. So if you want to run Raid Armor mods or the new mods that are attributed to, like, these are Nightmare Hunts. If I want to run the new mods for any new activities, I'm going to need new armor. Okay, that's a pretty good answer. I'll take that one. Now... I don't feel attached to the armor. This is my last little bit of concern here, right here at the end of the video. I don't really feel attached to my armor. And I don't know if that's good or bad. It's just a concern. I don't really feel attached to it. I can make it look however I want with with a transmog. It's a low-level transmog. And 
I can slot mods left and right like it's nothing. So they're going to have to make new armor sets look really, really freaking dope. And again, that sloth push for the seasonals mod slot may drive me to chase new armor. So overall, I think it's good. My concerns are minor. I think affinity could have a small adjustment to it. You hit level 10 on a piece of armor, you can pick the affinity you want and make it costly. Other than that, I think armor 2.0 is landing really, really well for future builds and grinds and loadout changes and adjustments in the feeling of power. As always, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about Armor 2.0, gave my review and thoughts on it. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. It'll bring you right to my Twitch channel. Uh, if I'm not live, you can always click follow. You can always go to saynotorage.com to watch these live. If you're watching on YouTube, hit like and subscribe is a free and easy way uh, to support me. So let's just jump into the first question. I've been trying to do this a little bit faster and a little bit more efficiently. Tony Locks says, Hey Lona, in the future, do you think they should have endgame armor like from raids, Iron Banner, ETC, be able to have more energy, or do you think 10 is enough? Um, I, I don't know if I can say right now whether we need more. I think you're asking me to comment on a container that's built around an entire system. So each individual mod has like its own its own cost. You know, certain mods cost 3 energy, 4 energy, 5 energy. So when you're saying, oh, should we be able to have more than 10 from like Raids, Iron Banner, etc. I just don't know what kind of chaos that might cause. You start opening Pandora's box when you do that. Suddenly it's like, I I can do what now? Now, consider this. Getting to level 10 is endgame. I mean, you gotta run and do really, really challenging content to get the Ascendant Shards and to get the things that you need. So I don't think anybody's even getting to level 10 easily or quickly so going beyond that at the moment just doesn't feel like a necessary thing it doesn't feel like an unnecessary it doesn't feel like an unreasonable pain point it doesn't feel like it's creating any issues or problems again anybody running around with armor at level 10 it is in in many ways that is an end game build the average pl- person doesn't have the resources or the ascendant shards to build, you know, an, a level 10 piece of armor, you know, and to have multiple pieces of 10, you know, there's a lot of things in the way of that. Steve-O, do you think this is an improvement from previous iterations? Yes. Like in my talk, I basically said, I think this is the best control that I've had over my loadout ever. I've never been able to do this before. Okay, uh, remember contextual power? Do you guys remember me talking about that all the time? Give us armor sets from the planets, and then they have perks that are co- contextual to the encounters. We got it. We got it. I- I've, I've been changing my mods for nightmare hunts or for grinding the nightmare ogres in Sorrow's Harbor. I change it all to make myself stronger for that. I change my whole loadout and give myself contextual power in the raid. I've never been able to do that before. Not with the, not with the streamlined process. Now it's like 500 glimmer to swap a mod. In the raid, I'm doing it. I go from one encounter where I'm getting moats to another encounter where I'm standing next to the relay, and I'm changing the mods. It feels really, really good to do that. Now we haven't even really gotten to the point where I'm doing specific builds. You know, where I had one that was all about grenades, but. You know, that one was with a, you know, um, a demolitionist gun with anti-barrier rounds and breach refractor and a bunch of discipline mods. And 
that was really fun too. That was like more low level generic. That wasn't contextual to an activity, but that was like, eh, if I'm going to be going into areas where I can kill things pretty easily with my auto rifle, because auto rifles are kind of weak, you know, I can run this demolitionist auto rifle with anti-barrier rounds, and uh, it's going to give me grenades like crazy. I got into the final fight of the boss, and I was like, uh, this build doesn't feel very strong, and I switched to recluse. <laughs> That's a whole other argument. But, you know, it, it, they, uh, I think this is the best we've had now. As we said, affinities, I said in my talk, I would love it if I found a great roll on a chest, and I loved it. Great roll, great stats. If I take it all the way to level 10, all the way master working it up to level 10, you should let me, for a very expensive cost, maybe one Ascendant Shard, change the affinity to what I want. I think that's reasonable, and you should be able to do it as many times as you want once it's level 10, but it should be really costly to do. I mean, really costly. It shouldn't be something you're just doing haphazardly in the middle of an activity. You're going to be like, bro, I got two Ascendant Shards. I'm not doing that again. I'm going to save them for something else. Now, you might end up with a bundle of them, so eventually changing affinities might become too easy. But if it's costly and it's costing an endgame currency and a hierarchy of currency, uh, then I think it's totally fine. I think, I think that would be totally fine on, on, on affinities specifically. And then the motivation each season to grind is uh, is woven into the seasonal the seasonal artifact slot. Um, so, do you have one of those koozies? They, that thing is sweating like crazy. Um, it's going to make my hand wet every time I touch it. So I, yeah, I think this is a great, great uh, system. This is this is this is giving me a lot of hope for the future of investment, and you know, feeling that depth, feeling that MMO uh, feeling. Thanks, Mama. I, mean, I was just drenched my hand. I was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna drop that. I appreciate it. You're the best, babe. <laughs> Next question, <clears throat> Dan. TM, do you think tier 12 model will make a comeback or something like that? Well, you're going to have to really, really wait and see some research done. So what's going to need to happen is we're going to need to figure out what's the absolute maximum you can get here. So I'm just going to throw out an example. Am I able to hit 100 discipline and then after I do that with the best stat rolls possible, because Luke Smith said you can hit 100 without mods... Let's say I hit 100 Discipline, which is great. I'm just grenades like crazy. With no mods. Then, with mods, can I get 100 somewhere else? Can I get it on Intellect? So is there going to be what we're going to call like 100-100 builds? Or double 100 or 200? I I don't know what we're going to end up... uh, What lingo we're going to come up with. But I, I don't think we're far enough into the season. I don't think we've gotten enough of the high stat drops yet to really determine... What is the absolute maximum we can have uh, on, a, on a build? How do you get 100 in a stat? The stats from all your armor pieces have to add up to 100. So you get a your pair of arms with 15 discipline and then a pair of boots with 10 discipline and eventually all those things add up. Now, if you want to get 100 with no mods, you need to average at least 20 per piece. And it's happening. I've gotten pieces to drop that way. Right here is resilience 20. If I got five other pieces with resilience at 20 or higher, that means I hit 100 on resilience with no mods. Here's one mobility, 21. Mobility's at 21 with no mods on these on this pair of boots. Um, 
Oh, that's right. Class item has no stats. I am sorry. I misspoke. Uh, I misspoke. The class item has no stats. So you would need 20 on each. I'm sorry, 25 on each. Well, no, but you could put... Oh, but then that would that would make Luke Smith's statement false. Because you could put a mod down here and get 10, which would lower your needed average. I am sorry. It's 25 per piece. Because only 4... The, the, the mark doesn't have its own stats. So you would need 25 on each because 4 times 25 is 100. So it is possible. It seems really rare, though. I mean, the highest we're seeing here is a 20 and a 21. Now, if somebody's like, Lono, there's a 23 right there. There's a discipline mod. That's actually a 13 discipline. The 10 discipline mod takes it up to 23. Um, so yeah, hitting 25 on one lane has just got to be... Oh, here's a resilient... Oh, no, the mod's on there. Um... Yeah, hitting 25 on one lane without a mod has just got to be so incredibly rare. I wonder if they're going to start to do something with stats to make more of them drop. When you capstone, you get plus two in each slot. Oh! I always forget about that. So 23, and then if you capstone it, you would get the plus two. So 23 on every single one, you capstone them all, that would make them all hit 25. Man, oh man, you talk about min-maxing. Holy frick. Um, that would take a minute. That would, You gotta get 23 on all four pieces, take them all to level 10 to get the plus two, and there you go. I, I wonder how rare that is. 23, when we're seeing some 20s and 21s, and even the 20s and 21s are, are rare. Capstone is when you go in... A capstone would be, right now, this is one away from capstone. It's, it's, it's level 9. And I could spend... The shards, the glimmer, and an ascendant shard to take it up uh, to level 10. And when it hits level 10, it's done. You can't level it up anymore. So if I were to take... Right here is a good example. If I were to take these substitution ally robes up to level 10, you can see it. You can see the little green... Look, watch the stat bars. If you're watch, if you're listening, you can't see them. You see how the stat bars are all getting a green bump? If once I take this to 10, everything gets a plus 2. So... Um, this is, you know, that would be that would be a way to get everything to 25. So, Glad had a 30 recovery yesterday. Really doubt that. Probably had a mod on recovery. And it took it probably was a 20. And the 10 recovery mod took it to 30. I, 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 unless it was that blue. Didn't he get a blue that dropped with like really weird stats? I don't, I don't, I don't know. A lot of people are getting confused on stats. They're like, I got a 69 from Leviathan. Yeah, you probably got a 59 total stat, and it's got a plus 10 on it. I've seen 30 pluses on blues. It's weird. Yeah, I wonder if blues are dropping with more random stat rolls, because isn't their overall, isn't their overall stat totals automatically lower? Well, maybe not. There's a 50. That's a 50. Yeah, I don't know. Blues are blues are probably dropping with really 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 weird stat totals. It's probably really unreliable. You can most definitely get a thirty plus without a mod. I again, I want to see pictures. I have had people tell me confidently, "Nope, there's no mod on it," and then they post a picture and there's a mod on it. <laughs> like so, I think there's pl- there's plenty of people um, that are mistaken and they don't realize that it's there. So. Um, I was running blues for a long time because of the five energy they always drop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That the I forgot about that. 
Aaron with the next question. It might be just me, but shouldn't blue armor score not be able to be higher than legendary with it being somewhat easier on the infusion side of it? Capping the blue score at, say, 40-45? Oh, yeah, it's very serendipitous. Uh, You can DM me. DM me. I want the full screenshot. I want to see it. I want to see... I want to see these these crazy rolls people are getting. People told me Leviathan gear dropped at 69, no mods. I, without a picture, I don't believe it. I don't. That's insane. I haven't seen anything over a 65 without mods. I haven't seen it. I have not seen proof of it yet. Now, it might happen. It might be cr- incredibly rare. It might be incredibly rare. But I'm telling you right now, I'm t- I, 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 I got to see pictures. And if it's happening, it's got to be some type of a fluke. I, it, doesn't, it just doesn't seem to be within the spectrum of the drops. They seem to be capping out around 65. No mods. Uh, so yeah, blues should definitely not be dro- landing higher than legendaries. I also think world drops should not be landing. Um, they should not be landing. World drops should not be landing higher than raid gear and stuff. Uh, Eknor, do you think when you use your Ascendant Shard to final tier Masterwork they can give you a one-time option to change Affinity? Yeah, that's literally right out of the video. I think you should be able to do it more than once, but yeah, when it goes to 10, we should be able to change it. Um, check Mtash videos. He has examples. Examples of what? How? What's the highest thing Mike showed pre-mod? Exotics can get over 60? Well, I know that. We've seen stuff over 60, right? I just haven't seen anything over 65 without a mod nothing and I've had people tell me oh no there's no mod on it and again they send me a picture and there sits the mod they're just mistaken um, I'm not running Leviathan to find out no because <laughs> then I'll get a god roll and it'll be that ugly Leviathan gear and I'll have to I'll have to ornament it um, so uh, hey Lono do you think the loanout, the loadouts tab or system would be beneficial to the game now that there's quite a bit of possibilities of builds thoughts uh, that's just a question from Rad I had an idea for a loadout system that would work with the collections, but I don't know if it would work now because most of what I'm changing is the mods themselves. Um, it, What you could do is create... It's so fast, I don't know if this is needed, but you could create out a loadout system, but then you'd have to really make sure you're communicating to the player. Um, hey, you're about to you're about to switch. You're about to switch your mods. It's going to cost you X, you know, hundreds of glimmer or whatever. Uh, somebody said they sent me a DM on Twitter. I'm not seeing it. Um, I'm not seeing any DMs on Twitter. Did you send me a note? Did you send me a tweet? Um, like an actual like image tweet? Because I'm not seeing anything in my DMs. Maybe it's taking a second for you to upload the image. Uh next question by the way if you're new here if you're just tuning in and you like the interactive podcast style I'm not playing the game right now because it really distracts the Q&A we do Q&A for like an hour I do like segmented uh, shows like this like little segments if you like it be sure to click the follow button Uh, that's an easy way to support me that's the little heart button Uh, you can send that uh, you can do that as a way to support the channel Uh, next question sorry next question from McCheshire says uh, with the depth of the seasonal mod slot more apparent to us now, do you think it is enough to persuade people to still depart from their already established armor? It really depends, right? It really depends because right now the nightmare mods become important for running the really hard nightmares. But like, why am I running a really hard nightmare right now? If you run le- uh, legend difficulty, it's tough. It isn't exactly fun either. It's it's pretty brutal unless you're super organized, and you're getting supreme mods. 
Supreme Mods is, is it. Now, I don't know if the Essence is guaranteed on Legend. It's a pretty good drop rate on Hero, and I can run probably two Heroes in the time that I run one Legend. So at that point, it's a wash, almost, because I, I get them from Legend as long as we go pretty quickly, almost every time. I'm sorry, from Hero. So, going up to Master, which I think is next week, why? We don't know yet. What's the point of Master? We don't know. So if they introduce a new seasonal activity or a new seasonal mod slot that's tied to the seasonal activity, boy, oh boy, you better have a reason for me to really want those mods. Because right now, it's just like, what's what's the point? Why would I ever, ever want to max out a whole new armor set with all new mods? You got to have a loot incentive in there. There's not a master is for a title and shader. Boy, that doesn't have a whole lot of longevity, does it? A, a shader and a title? I just, man, that's not good enough. If I'm going to spec out a whole set of armor for all new mods to make myself maxed out it's got to be for more than a title and a shader now keep in mind we're talking next season right now i can do it it's no problem i've got armor and a slot for it so it's like i've already got the armor why not go for the slot but if i got to get all new armor that has the slot then get the mods then slot it then run it and i'm doing that next season for virtually nothing i don't know if that works as an incentive there's got to be more going on common exotic drops yeah i don't know we have no idea because at the moment when you click on nightmare hunts i don't think that they're 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 couched very well i don't think they're couched very well at all adept and has mission modifier martyr which um i don't i forget what that one does you go to hero and it adds three more modifiers and then nothing no loot incentive is attached to this. And then I come down here. Holy moly. Exploders have more HP. Okay, thank you. Um, down here, two more. One of the most annoying modifiers in the game, match game, coupled with another annoying modifier, equipment locked. Okay? So they add two fairly not fun, fairly frustrating modifiers and nothing about loot. Nothing. It doesn't say, it doesn't say anything. Now, Contrast that to the player feedback provided on Nightfall the Ordeal. Let's just compare the menus here. At 750, already it's saying rare on exotics, uncommon on enhancement course. It's already putting loot in front of me on the lowest on the lowest difficulty, right? You go here, all of a sudden, exotics are uncommon. Uh, instead of rare, now they're uncommon. Enhancement cores are still uncommon, and now they're adding enhancement prisms. Go up here. Now I'm getting enhancement prisms and exotic gear is common. Come down here. Common. Common. Uncommon. Like, oh, that's great. This is exactly the way you do difficulty spectrum. This is this is nice. Nightmare hunts don't make a whole lot of sense right now. So if the seasonal activity next season and the seasonal mods and the seasonal mod slots are functioning in a similar way of nightmare hunts right now, I'm telling Bungie, man, you got to do a little bit more to motivate me to go in there because right now it's a short walk on nightmare hunts. I can run, you know, whenever the fanatic comes around, I'm going to run that on hero as much as I can. Why? The drop rate on the essence is really, really good. And that's the fastest way I can grind for the grenade launcher. Why would I ever go up to master? Well, the weapon can drop. Ooh, okay. Now we're talking. I might go in there. You know, now, what if, here's another way to stagger it. 
because Legend's before Master. Right now, if I could run Legend and get the Essence guaranteed and, like, nine of the fragments, the Phantasmal fragments, homie, you better believe it. I would run that every freaking time. A guaranteed Essence with nine fragments? That means, like, every other run I can make an extra Essence. That's a great grind. Then, bump it up to Master, the absolute hardest nightmare hunt. The hardest of the hard. Then, Essence guaranteed maybe you do 10 or 11 do 11 or something on the on the fragments and a chance for the weapon to drop do you see do you see the supreme mods are dropping in legend for master i got to know what what's the reason to go run master cuz i'm telling you supreme mods are pretty nice they're, they, they i, I want to get them all it'd be nice to get them all but if that's it that's too self contained and that's a short road it, it's not attached to a loot grind and they could very easily attach it to a loot grind instead of fragments yeah master could give you the essence and a core every time essence and a core like clockwork an essence to make the gun if you want a core to buy another one if you want or a core to buy the oh that'd be perfect because then if it's not the week you want like let's say it's gall and it's rage and you already have a god roll shotgun you could run it at master and get a core every time that's a guaranteed core for the ability to for you to go buy Essence of Insanity if you want. So, yeah, I really, really hope they were thoughtful about that, because right now it's like, okay, I'll wait, I'll wait to lobby my criticism. Legend could be a stepping stone to Master. Legend's grind is for the Supreme Mods. Once you have the Supreme Mods, you're decked out, you're ready for Master. Master's gonna drop, and then there's there's gotta be something more there. A Supreme Mod is above Enhanced. It's Normal Enhanced Supreme. There's only three supreme mods in the game and they're all in nightmare hunts. So, I, yeah, it's like an enhanced enhance. It's like a double enhance. It, it, at this point, I've got to wait, but if we run Master next week and the only conceivable reason to run Master is for the title and a shader, that just seems really, really short-sighted, especially since nightmare hunts are attached to a really great loot pool. Yeah, that's not how it should work. So we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait and see. It's high noon. For the raid bounty idea, what if you got a bounty that requires you to complete encounters 1, 2, 3, and 4 to check the box? You get four non-powerful drops when you turn it in. This will prevent farming X encounter. It sounds like you just read my tweet and said it back to me. That's literally my tweet. So like, verbatim. Come on. (laughs) That is literally what I tweeted five days ago and I retweeted it last night. Stop it. Stop doing that. <laughs> what do you think of this idea, Lono? It's basically yours verbatim from a tweet in another video. Well, what do you think about this? <laughs> Come on. Uh, Lugo Dystrophy. Do you think we should be able to apply mods to our exotic weapons? Yes, especially the ones from the artifact. Yes. Uh, you should be able to put, you know, anti-barrier rounds on your Huckleberry. Uh, Matanagi, regarding Affinity, would you rather have a system like Warframe's Polarity system, where you can slot any mod into any slot, but it's cheaper if it matches that piece's Affinity element? This would require a significant change. Um, this would require a pretty significant change. So, um, I... I would say just changing it once you max out the gear would be better. You're talking about going in and changing all of the costs. 
maybe that would be easier. Maybe Bungie could just say non-affinities cost one extra point, and then that would really throw off your builds if it doesn't match. And it'd be like, ooh, it matches. Yes, this is good for my build. And if not, you're like, ooh, I gotta tweak things a little bit. I don't know. That might just weaken the pain, but it might still be pretty painful, maybe unnecessarily. I don't know. Uh, Hewitt. Who did that, by the way? High noon. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Who did that? Uh, Hewitt. Why don't you like, uh, why don't you like good stat armor drops from the older raids? I've seen more people wanting to run them than ever before. Isn't that a good thing? Mm. I mean, okay, okay, listen, listen. If I'm gonna go run Leviathan and get maxed and get max stats, then, like, do something to the Leviathan to make it, like, harder. Are you gonna are you gonna actually try and tell me with a straight face that Leviathan is 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 is, is worthy of pinnacle high stat gear dropping? Are, are, are we are we gonna actually have to go? Am I gonna have to make you? Am I gonna have to make you admit that that's silly? Cause that's silly. Come on. Now, if you want to add contest modifier to Leviathan so it's at level or above level, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But like, I don't know. Raid should drop equally level stats. Then make raids equal with contest modifier. That's silly. It's a raid that scales to you. I just, I don't know. They've been out for so long and it's just, uh, the new raid should have more relevancy than just, oh, we got a couple of new guns. If you want to make all raids equal with contest modifier, then sure. But Garden just came out. Garden of Salvation should be one of the few sources for the highest stat gear. If you want to do something in a month where all raids can have contest modifier turned on and all raids can drop high stat gear, then I'm okay with that. But there's got to be a little bit of love for Garden right after it drops. You're just as much above Garden as you are a Leviathan. Right, but Leviathan's been out for forever, so it's way easier to find people who know what they're doing, to find people that have the strategies down pat, to find teams that can bake the thing with their eyes closed. You've got to give the new raid some love for a couple of weeks. I'm not saying for forever, never allowed old raids to dro- like to, to do to drop stuff. But for Pete's sakes, you could run the easiest encounters in Leviathan and just rotate characters and be getting 60 plus stats while other teams are going in with less experienced teams, less synergized teams, going into Garden of Salvation and coming away with 52. I don't know. That doesn't sit well with me. That just doesn't sit well with me. I'm saying you can get your way. I'm just saying you should have to wait a little bit. You can run Leviathan for 60 plus stats, but... For at least a month, if you want to be grinding for that level of gear, we're going to limit it to just the new raid. And then we're going to launch what we call Raid Gamut and or Raid Gauntlet. And Raid Gauntlet is applying to all raids. You can turn on Contest Modifier and you can run that raid as many times as you want uh, for, for non-powerful drops and you can stat farm to your heart's content in all the raids. Go for it. I mean, I'd be okay with that. Like, 
week one, people are in there struggling to get... Number one, listen listen to the logic. Just hang with me for a second. You're talking to me. Lono, you're above level for Garden. Yeah, okay. Let's look at the rest of the community. They don't got a level. They don't got to get to decent 900 levels. They can just run to Leviathan and get better stat drops than people who went, who grinded like crazy, got into good deltas, and are trying to run Garden with less experience, less knowledgeable, less polished teams, and you're running to two-year-old content that out of the box you're leveled for. You don't have to do a thing. You don't have to do anything. You're at you're you're at level just moment one. No grind required. That's bogus, and you know it. Deep down, you know that's bogus. The new raid should have its own should have precedence for at least a month. I because you don't even have to grind to get the level for Leviathan. It's just show up day one. Oh yeah, we ran that two years ago. Yeah, I'm leveled for it. Let's go get end game stat level gear. You're not getting power from the raid either? Oh, yeah, but still, you're getting stat... The, the, the stuff's infusible! This is 750. It's all 750. Like, I had to level and grind and get and get leveled up. I spent a week doing that. And for the, for the less hardcore non-streamer player, it might take two to three weeks to get to a good level and get a good team to run Garden. And they could just go run Leviathan. Come on. I agree with Lono. I didn't even run Leviathan. I turned in tokens. Do you see? Do you see? Come on. That's silly. But listen, 60 plus stat gear is like, the. that's like the end. That's like it. That's like the fate bringer version of a piece of armor. And people are strutting in the Leviathan week one at level able to do it. That's just silly. That is dissonant within gear grind. It doesn't even make any sense. People are token dumping and doing that. I should have probably paid more attention when I token dumped. I'm kind of mad at myself. I token dumped at, at what's-his-face. I don't think I kept any of it. Frick. Um, I got a world drop at 61. Yeah. Garden should just have a, sea, a, a floor of 60. Nothing from Garden should drop below 60. A bad roll from Garden should be a 60. That should be like a bad roll from Garden. Ah, it's a 60. I'm pulling for 65s this week. I got a couple 62s and 63s. Strutting into the Leviathan at level day one. No grind necessary. You want you want plus 60 stat gear. Get out of here. Dr. Bad Llama. Couldn't the choice come uh, from energy cost, not affinity? To me, this would be better than needing tons of armor and losing track of what I have. Couldn't the choice come from... Com- okay, that I don't know what you're saying. Just enough. Because the artifact resets every season, what do you think will happen to overload unstoppable champions in the beginning of the seasons? Will content like the Ordeal Nightfall and Garden of Salvation be unplayable? Well, no, they'll, 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 <laughs> those are rotating modifiers. They'll just rotate them right out. <laughs> or they'll keep them, and Overload, Barrier, and Unstoppable will rotate to different weapons. So Unstoppable could rotate to auto-rifles and function differently than it's functioning right now. Overload could function uh, differently and land on scouts and pulses. It could stay and rotate to other weapons. It could get rotated rotated out and then the modifier would rotate out with it they're not going to get rid of the mods and be like whoops sorry like we we those those guys are in there still like i don't think that would happen uh mark and jr with a brand new prime sub enjoy your dope badge and emotes you are dope and deserve dope stuff uh as a sub guys when you sub to this channel you get ad free viewing you will never see an ad so when you click on my stream you're not going to get hit in the face with an ad or you know mid rolls if you have to refresh stuff like that when you're a sub no ads uh real good sandwich with nine months thank you 
you don't have to sub to the channel. The best way to support me is to click the follow button. That's the little heart button. Twisky says, do you think Bungie should set a cap to stat numbers like 55 and tie high stats to high difficulty level activities like Master uh, Ordeal Nightfalls raids and competitive? Yeah, they should. And following your logic, I shouldn't be able to get really great stats from a two-year-old raid at 750 light. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you agreeing with me, Twisky. <laughs> uh, four months from the bottom. Thanks for the resub. Uh, Fructor, do you think the pain point for getting 10 levels on gear is too high? It seems prohibitive to average players. Uh, I've not even masterworked a single piece of gear due to cost. It's not meant for casual players. If you can't if you can't masterwork gear as a casual player, that's probably a good thing. You're not supposed to be able to casually level up armor. That's not what it's there for. Leveling up the armor is for min-maxing you know, peaked out capstone finished gear, add those mods. To a reasonable extent, you can take a piece of armor, you can take a piece of armor up pretty pretty well before you start to hit the, 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 the tough pay, right? When do you start having to use, all right, this one's at six. So if I want to take it to seven, it's an enhancement core. So you can get up to five or six energy, which allows you to do a mod or two for a reasonable amount right before you really start to feel the pain so i don't agree with you i think a casual player can spend some shards and some glimmer take their armors up into the five six range and six energy costs one core yeah get over it get over it you can get to six that's and that's a couple of mods that's in line with the casual player you should not be able to do what I'm doing. If I'm grinding like a madman, I got stats, I got I got currency coming out of my ears, I deserve to have gear that's slightly better than yours. We're talking about like a mod or two, you know what I'm saying? Like, And if you want it, the season just started. Try near the end of the season and talk to me, right? Like, save those currencies, do those bounties, do, you know, work up to those nightfalls to get an Ascendant Shard, you know? It's a hierarchy of currency, it's a hierarchy of, di- of difficulty, and that should land on a hierarchy of player. The, the higher up you go from casual to hardcore, the more presence you're going to see in those currencies and those capstone pieces of gear. Like, I think that's sensible and logical. So, I'm a casual player, I literally have 13 prisms, it's not even that hard. If you focus on it, I agree. If it's becoming a pain point for you, you probably just aren't focused on the currencies. Go focus on the currencies and it might be different. Now, if you're a new light player, you may feel this in a unique way, but the season passes there as sort of a protective barrier. You're getting upgrade modules, you're getting um, prisms and legendary shards and glimmer at a decent clip now the prisms aren't super necessary again for the casual player uh you should only need a couple enhancement cores and some legendary shards to get a piece of armor to like six uh little smee with a brand new prime sub enjoy your dope badge and emotes enjoy ad free viewing on my channel little smee thanks for using your prime sub here if you guys have twitch prime you don't get ad free viewing on twitch anymore but you can get ad free viewing on my channel if you sub here how many armors do you have masterwork in prior seasons (laughs) almost none that's a good point, T-Funk. I'm actually investing currency in my gear now, and I, I used to never do it. I'm actually doing it now. I'm actually engaging with the idea of leveling up my armor. It's working. It's, 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 it's you know, it's working as a good system, I think. I consider myself a mild hardcore, but currency farming isn't fun for me, so I'm hitting some pain points with the way I like to play. Okay, let's talk about something. Currency farming is not, is not play flow disrupting. You grab bounties like this. I gotta get final blows and I'll get an upgrade module. His weeklies 
and nightfalls. I don't think those are play flow disrupting. Those are not currency farms. That's a weekly that's a weekly ritual. If you don't like doing weekly rituals, then I mean that's destiny, man. Weekly rituals for a currency. They're not telling you to do what I'm doing in the freaking Haros Sorrows Harbor, Haros. In Sorrows Harbor, they're not going and telling you to kill ogres for an hour. These are these are weekly ritual activities to feed you needed currency. Like listen it's dissonant to ask for this this is this is this is the careful thing we need to make sure we don't do i would like the currency to level my gear up to max well that's a kind of a hardcore thing that's that's kind of an end game thing okay but i want to do that but i don't want to go and do any of the end game stuff i don't want to go to nightfalls or harder difficulty content okay well then your then your sentimentality is your your behavior is mismatched with your sentimentality you gotta do the things if you want to do the things like they're connected you know I want raid gear but I don't want to raid like year one (laughs) that was hilarious Um, you know (laughs) I shouldn't have to run the raid to get raid gear go go play Candy Crush like you don't belong (laughs) you don't belong here like that's just the way these games are set up like if you want to take your gear that distance They've attached it to endgame activity because that's kind of an endgame thing. Like, that's logical, I think. Karama says, Why do you think of the ability to farm enhanced mods of Lord... Oh, what do I think of the ability to farm enhanced mods from Lord Saladin? I was able to get seven different enhanced mods yesterday uh, by dropping tokens. Um... Sometimes I feel like Bungie is stingy with something, and then all of a sudden someone's like, they're like, ooh, you smell that? Oh, over here. They're over here. And then everybody goes and and gets them really easily. I think rhythmic delivery or predictable delivery is better. Why do you think I was testing, like, oh, let's cheese the nightmare boss. Let's kill his nightmares, get him down to a sliver of health, wipe, and do it again. Why do you think I was doing that? Because they're being stingy with the phantasmal fragments. So I'm thinking, as a Destiny player, as a good Destiny player, I'm thinking, okay, they're being stingy with this currency. Usually there's somewhere where there's a leak that springs and too much comes out. And that's what's happening with the enhancement mods. Like, there's n- nobody nobody knew where to go for enhanced, enhanced mods. Nobody. Where do you go to get them? Where do you buy them? Do you just wait until gunsmiths sell them? And then all of a sudden, somebody's like, oh, you smell that? They're coming out like gangbusters from Saladin. Just pump that joker full of tokens. And it's this just is a thing that happens. I, it's probably not intended to be. I don't think Bungie sat down and said, all right, enhanced mods aren't going to show up at all. And then instruct Saladin. And if you token slam him, that's when we want enhanced mods to land. I don't think that's intended. <laughs> it just doesn't seem it, it, it seems like a mistake. Uh, it seems like a mistake. Period. Okay. I'm level 40, 949 waiting for a 950 helmet. Should I wait for the night to get the 950 before turning in my Pinnacle Iron Banner bounties? Thanks. Yeah, probably. Um, I think Pinnacle stuff drops 5-1 no matter what though. So correct me if I'm wrong. Was I getting five? No, I was getting five ones in the raid. The five ones not five ones don't drop until you hit fifty, right? You have to hit nine fifty gear score before nine five ones drop. Am I correct in thinking that? I don't. You have to have a full base of nine fifty. Yes, multiple people it are are, are confirming. 
Uh, as long as you're 949, you get 951, says JD. I was 949 and wasted two pinnacles and they were 950. Yeah, I don't think so, JD. I think you have to hit 950 and then the game senses, oh, it's time to give you 951. I think you gotta hit 950. Just on the safe side, try and get that helmet to drop. So, oh, I got a 951 at 949. Somebody says, not correct. On 949, I did a raid and I got all 950 drops, not 951. Okay, it sounds like a gamble. It sounds like a gamble. I wonder if you're on the high end of 4.9, it'll do it. And if you're on the low end of 4.9, it won't. Um, I wouldn't gamble it, dude. We're getting two different testimonies in chat. We're getting people saying, I got five ones when I was a 4.9. And we're getting people saying, I didn't. Um, so, raid isn't pinnacle? Yeah, it is. I got five ones yesterday, T-Funk. I did. I hit 50. We ran the raid. And I got I got five one boots right here. The raid is pinnacle. Uh, I got other five ones yesterday too, didn't I? I just didn't infuse right. Yeah, here's the other one. I got a five one helmet, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and I think it did that because I hit I hit nine fifty before going into the raid. We hit nine fifty like by accident. I was like, well, if I get that, and I got it. You know, I needed one certain item. Uh, McQuell. Do you think the dungeon will have overload anti-barrier enemies? Oh, probably. They seem to be everywhere. They're in the raid. They're in the raid. They're in the nightmare hunts. They're in the nightfalls. I don't see why the dungeon wouldn't have it. And then that would give them a way... Um, that would give them a way to rotate it. Raid, nightfall 100k, and iron banana are pinnacle. There you go. I don't like the fact that every piece needs to be 5-1 before 5-2 starts dropping. I just think it's meant to be like a three-season grind. I don't think we're getting a level bump next season. Okay, Otter, do you plan on upgrading any armor to level 10 anytime soon, fully masterworked? My advice to you would be do it on your bond first. Obviously, make sure the affinity's right. Do it on your bond first, because you don't have to wait for a god roll. So your first ascended charge should probably just be spent on your bond, your class item. That's, That's where I would do it first. You do it there first. You do it on the class item, because if it's got the right affinity for your build, you don't have to worry about bad stats. Like, here's the dilemma. Let's imagine I take these Boots of Ascendancy all the way up to level 10. They're a 59 stat roll. They got 21 on mobility. I ain't big on mobility, okay? I ain't big on mobility. And then I get Boots of Ascendancy next week that drop is like a 63 with a great stat roll. Oh, frick. I just spent all that stuff to take it to 10, you know? Uh, so, you gotta be you gotta be real, real careful. I'm not, I've not done it yet. I don't think I have anything worthy of it. The only thing that's worthy of it initially would be the, the, the class item. I would always start with your class item first. Um, so... And again, keep in mind, check the affinity. If, if I'm running a solar, and then I look at this void one, I might say, ooh, hang on a minute. I got reduces class ability cooldown each time I pick up an orb. I've got perpetuation. I've got, ooh, I've got all these finishers. Um, and I got all of these that I can run. And then I look at solar, and I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. I got, ooh, but I got ashes to assets and I have this one that generates finishers generate primary ammo who made this um 
you know, I might look at Solar and say, um, I don't need Enhanced Nightmare Breaker. I got Solar Gauntlets. I got Solar Gauntlets right now, so I probably won't take this up to 10. I don't need the Solar. I probably would find myself, like, I, I probably find myself leaning more towards Void, because Void has the Relay Defender, it's got Voltaic Moat Collector, it's got my Nightmare Crusher, uh, it's got it's got better finisher uh, finisher modifiers. It's got the it's got these uh, the better alreadys. The only thing this one doesn't have is um, it has distribution, which is another great perk. It doesn't have. I think arc is the one you're gonna want if you want hands on, right? I don't have an arc one. I think you need I think you need arc if you want to run hands on, which is really I guess it's not that weird. Uh because you're gonna you, I, is is there a way to come in here and see arc I don't think there it, oh here we go here we go here's an arc yeah arc has hands on and it has pump action so I would say void and arc are superior affinities for your class items versus solar solar seems kind of weak on class items um and then you get finishers restore grenades finishers restore primary reload all your weapons finishers restore melee uh oh and you can get distribution here too man arc just seems better uh arc and void seem better than solar so oh god almost dropped my controller somebody asked me which mixer i'm using i'm using a focus right uh 6i6 and a a boss 505 loop station i actually want to get rid of the boss 505 loop station i don't use it anymore for voice effects um i might get that go xlr thing for voice effects i might also just get like an actual soundboard mixer that they use in like studios to really give good eq to my mic i might look into that that might be the only other equipment purchase i need to make um before the year is out my CPAs always like spend more money. I don't, I don't spend any money. I don't spend a lot of money. Uh, just enough. If Destiny moves to a pseudo subscription model, ten dollars every couple of months, does it still need to maintain a cosmetic store? Yep. Yep. Like live service games can't live off of ten dollars seasons every three, three or four months. I just the cosmetic store is a necessary thing. I don't think it's going to go away just because they get us to buy a season pass every couple of months for ten whole dollars. Uh, Electron. Hey, Lono, thoughts on Bungie logging enhanced mods behind Iron Banner packages? Uh, we already talked about this. I, I don't know what's going on. We'll have to wait and see what they think. It does seem weird. Foxtrot. Being that it doesn't have base stats, do you think it's a good idea to pick your class item to be your level 10 item first? <laughs> yeah, we just said that. This was submitted This was submitted probably an hour ago, this question. It's fine. <laughs> Vlef. Well, uh, while I personally love the new system, I think Bungie dropped the ball in terms of what weapons are benefited from specific affinities, with Void being the most useful since the weapons are special, and Solar being the least with primaries. How likely do you think it is that Bungie may shift around what works with affinities in future seasons? They said that it's not locked in. They... They, they said that they're considering moving mods, keeping mods, and, swa- and, swa- and swapping things around. Um, now, now, don't discount solar now, because you can get submachine gun loader for two. And when they take away your enhanced submachine gun loader for one, you might want this. You might want to bring that back on for your, you know, for your recluse, especially considering the, the, the saturation of recluse. Now, you go to void, and you get hand cannon, but then it's hand cannon scout sidearm 
sniper, grenade launcher, you're probably not going to use a reloader on that. So once this enhance goes away from the artifact, you might want void for hand cannon. This again is why I think changing it and making it costly is probably a good idea. Eugene, do you think a lot of the complaints regarding affinity could come from the fact that armor 2.0 is basically an armor reset and people who are used to having god roll builds are now having to start over and are just wanting everything they had previously too fast? No, Eugene, I don't think so. I cited the reason why I think people don't like this. If I go, let, let's let, let's just analyze. Let's just analyze. 2 weeks from now, let's imagine that I max out a pair of void gloves because I want the uh, avoid avoid perk you know I'm anticipating them taking away the enhanced loader or something um, let's let's just make it solar I max this out to solar and then all of a sudden a pair of gauntlets drop with a great stat roll from the raid and their arc and it doesn't line up with what I'm doing that great stat roll means jack squat to me. Why? Because of the affinity. Why couldn't I take the time to level those gauntlets all the way up to level 10 and switch it off of arc to solar? That investment would take time. It would take it would take it would take probably a week, maybe. I don't know. I might have all the currency right away to do it, but I would have to go into the end game to get an ascendant shard, prisms, everything to take it all the way to level 10. And if you want to add another fee after that, okay, now that it's level 10, you can spend one more ascendant shard and pick the affinity. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Finally getting, right? Light arms, rifle class, take care of that issue. Uh, Eugene, listen, listen to yourself. I'm completely decked out with what I like and a stat god roll drops, and you want me to spend five on rifle loader instead of one or two, or or, or, or light arms on five instead of two, you throw my entire build into disarray. So the god roll stat that drops, I'm just like, what? Like, I I, I have, I have, I'm spec'd out. I'm spec'd out, I have everything I want, and listen, just listen, just track with me here. I'm spec'd out. All mod slots are full. All mod slots are full. And then I get a god roll pair of gauntlets. And I'm like, ooh, min-maxing. I can put these on and it helps my stats so I can min-max. But it throws my entire mod system into disarray because of affinity. It it, it grates against min-maxing. It's like you finally get the god roll and then because of affinity you really can't use them? That's dumb. I'm not saying get rid of affinity. I'm saying give me the ability to say, okay, look, man, I just got a 65 pair of gauntlets from the raid and they're perfect. They're exactly what I need to, to capstone my stat build, but it's the wrong affinity. Do you know how long it's going to take me to get another pair of 65 gauntlets with the right stat lean to land on the right affinity? I just, and then be like, oh, but you can use another mod that costs way more. It throws off my mod economy big time. It, it, I'm telling you, it's going to, the more and more, the further we get into this season, the more and more it's going to grate against min-maxing because you're going to start to get those god roll drops and they're going to have the wrong affinity and you're going to be like, are you kidding me? You, you got, you have got to be kidding me. I've been waiting for a 65 to drop. Not only did it drop 65, it dropped 65 with the exact stats I like to buff, and it's solar, and I needed it to be void. 
That's min-maxing, though? That is not min-maxing, Eugene. If I get the exact right stats, you're letting one aspect of the armor ruin the whole thing. But you guys wanted a hard grind, RNG is RNG? I absolutely hate when people say that. No one said we wanted a hard grind with terrible RNG. Nobody has ever said that. Nobody! But you wanted a grind! But you... No! We want intentional loot pursuit. That comes with a grind. There's no intentionality over stat rolls. None! And I'm running a raid and gauntlets drop. The, the, the probability of them having the stat lean that I want and a good stat total is like is like this <gasps> finally happens the golden goose I got the diamond behold oh, it's void for affinity Frick! throw it out like come on <laughs> that's, that's not min maxing min maxing is combing over stats and making trades not Dude, I finally, yeah, I finally got it, man. Finally got the right stats. Wrong affinity. Frick. You know, intentional grind for affinity. Yeah, where do we have that? In the menagerie. So you can go to the menagerie and you can go for the exact affinity that you want. I go into the raid, finally shoot the moon after six weeks, get the gauntlets with the right stats, and it's got void and I need arc or whatever that and, and you're just you're just you're you're clutching to it needlessly that's making a trade that's not making a trade listen I get my loadout established these are the guns that I like using this is the build that I like using and my mods are built around that okay and my stats can be increased or decreased depending on what I equip if I put these gauntlets on, it's got, the stats are just right, but it completely disrupts my entire mod system that I had running that is built around my loadout. And why? Because of affinity. I just, it, it is an, oh, it's over-realized as a pain point. It shouldn't be like that. I should be able, as I said, take the armor all the way to level 10 and change the affinity you have made no argument that's substantive or good against giving me that ability give me the ability to spend tons of currency take it to level 10 and change the affinity i'm not saying get rid of affinity i'm not saying let me just change it whenever the frick i want i'm saying i gotta invest all the currency to level 10 level 10 unlocks the ability for me to change affinity and affinity should cost like an ascendant shard no one's going to be doing that all the time. It's, I'm not trivializing the pain point of the RNG. I'm giving us at least a way around it if you get a great stat lean. Do you know how often people would do that? It'd be rare. It'd be so rare. It's just another whole layer of RNG. The math for it's terrifying and people don't realize how unattainable it is. They've created an entire system for us to finally build loadouts and min-maxing, and Affinity sits as a, a potential wrecking ball to the entire system. Instead of letting us re-roll the armor, change the armor to 60+, plus for Garden of Salvation, let us run it more than once for gear. Okay, so now Blader's going to another direction. I would be okay with that too, okay? So if you let me, if you made the, if you made the ceiling, I'm sorry, the floor, if Garden of Salvation gear couldn't drop below 60, and I could run it non-stop for non-powerfuls, that solves the problem too. Because then you could say, tough luck, man, just keep running it. Tough luck, bro, just keep running it. 
the end uh, the end game grind for 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 stats is awful and and that's why people are going to go path of least resistance and they're going to go nuts during iron banner and they're going to go run leviathan and it's like shouldn't i be running like the raid and like the nightfall and hard nightmare hunts and the dungeon for the best stats like i don't understand we're running the we're, that's exactly what people are going to do they're going to go path of least resistance and what's the quickest turnover for chances at stats i can get the problem with changing the affinity is it would then only take three good armor rolls and then you have the only armor pieces you will ever need in each slot no that just isn't true either Anytime you'd want to change affinity, you have to go grind a nightfall to get an ascendant shard. It's kind of that way now anyway, Eugene. Are you so you're telling me you're gonna get multiple pieces and level them up to 10? Is that what you're gonna do? How are you even gonna do that? So you're doing the same thing I'm doing. If if Okay, you can't change it all the time then. You can only change it once you can only change it once. And and your and your critique of my solution is is null and void. If I can only change the affinity one time, when I roll it over to level ten, it gives me the option. Which affinity would you like? And then I'm done. Then your critique is in is is null and void at that point because you would still potentially want three pairs of gauntlets with each with each affinity. Maybe maybe depending on what guns you're running. It, it, to a certain extent, maybe you're right. Maybe I could just stack up Ascendant Shards near the end of the season, and I don't need any other armor. It's just anytime I need to, I just swap the Affinity with the Ascendant Shard. If 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 I can only do it one time, I think that's fair. Just once. Because then it's like, th- this is my loadout, this is what I'm committing to. If I need these gauntlets uh, uh, to be Void or Arc down the line, I've committed them to Solar, and that was the choice that I made at the time. I think that would be the best solution because then if I really, really wanted to go all out and say, well, I do need two other pairs of gauntlets. It would be nice to have an arc pair and, uh, and a solar pair. Cause I've got these set to void. I do need arc and soul. I do need arc and solar. Well, then I could still grind for them because I wouldn't be able to ever change it again. I could change it one time. If I got three God rolled void arm pieces, then I could change the affinity on two of them and only have two guns. Okay, I'm gonna take the front half of your sentence and I'm gonna do something, okay? If I got three God rolled void arm pieces, then I could just change them all, okay? The front half of what you're saying, Eugene, do you understand the likelihood and the chance of that happening to, I don't know, anyone? Like, no one's, no, <laughs> who's doing that? <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I mean, I play a couple hours a week and I, I've gotten three God rolls of every armor piece in every slot. It's unbelievable. My luck is unbelievable. I have it all. Come on, man. The chances of that are so small. Nobody's getting that many God roll pieces. You're talking about a guy that should be playing the lottery every day of his life. Like, get out of here. The, the, with, come on. It's a, yeah, it's a billion to one. That system isn't for them. Eugene, at the level that I'm playing, I haven't, I haven't seen a God roll yet. We're seeing God rolls very infrequently. No one's going to be like, well, what a stupid system. I got three god rolls, and I'm done on gauntlets for the rest of the season. That's just like, <laughs> this isn't going to happen. I just don't think that's going to happen. I don't think so. 
I, you know, do you know what their, uh, do you know their God rolls? Right. Like you're saying God roll. And that's so, that's so subjective, right? Cause let's say I get three void gauntlets in a row, like you're saying, and they're all like 65. They could have a terrible stat lean for my build. They, they could all have tons of mobility out of the 65. What if they each have like 20 plus mobility? And I'm like, ugh. I'm wasting 20 points of the 65 on mobility. God roll is subjective to how I play. So even if they are 65, it doesn't even mean the stat lean's right. The stat lean could be terrible. It could be 20 on mobility and 20 on strength. That's 40 of the 65 wasted on two perks that I may not even want because that's not how I'm built. It's so subjective. The idea that you would get three void God rolls with the exact stats that you like and then you're just going to change it they're just going to change it to another affinity and you're acting like that would be easy oh no I don't think so at all that would be so unlikely so unlikely the the, the likelihood that I get a god roll with the stats that I want is already low and then it's got to be the right affinity as well me investing it up to level 10 and a one time chance at level 10 to switch the affinity to what I want I think is completely fine it's completely fine The one and only JD. Does Armor 2.0 seem like a step back from 1.0? Uh, seeing as how enhanced mods are so costly, it can cost up to 6 energy to equip a perk, leaving only 4 energy left. I mean, if you want an enhanced perk, they're saying it costs. I have plenty of strong builds, and I know I'm using the artifact for those enhanced reloads, but like, if, if you want to reload your gun really, really, really fast, they're saying, yeah, it's going to cost you. You know, you, you, like, I don't know. Uh, that, that's going to cost you. I mean, I think people got accustomed to having enhanced targeting, enhanced reloader, enhanced unflinching, and then you're done. Guess what? You can run all that if you want. No one's stopping you. So how is it a step back from 1.0? Who is stopping you from doing that? Who? Nobody. Oh, but I can't run it with ammo finder. You don't need ammo finder in Crucible. So who's stopping you from running all those enhanced perks? Nobody. Just do it. I think it means if you look at 1.0, you could have enhanced target with a reserve and a mod. I think they limited some things that were probably just, you know, landing outside the bell curve. I, I don't know. I, I think if you think this is a step backwards, I think you're probably approaching this with a very, very specific build that you can no longer build and you're ignoring the hundreds of other potential builds that are available to us now. Just look at everything I talked about in my video. I switch off of all these enhanced Nightmare Breaker, Supreme Nightmare Crusher, Enhanced Nightmare Banisher, Dream Bane mod. I switch all of that to raid mods. I, I, I switch I switch things around when I want to get a bunch of grenades back. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm constantly switching those things. I, I run different builds all throughout the day. I run different builds in one raid I switch my build. And you're worried about probably one super particular build that you had for Crucible that was maybe arguably broken. And you're like, well, this is a step backwards. You got to zoom out. Your one particular build might not be possible anymore. You know, but if if that's the case, then I, I think we're gaining a whole lot. If that if that build is suddenly not if that build is suddenly not available, you know what I mean? If Bungie did that, they'd get salt from you about spoiling the grind. That's not true. Random. If you're talking to me, no way. It would not spoil the grind. Homie, I've been grinding my freaking butt off 
I don't have a single god roll stat armor yet. All three of my characters have been going through the raid every week. I've been running endgame stuff, not nightfalls, but I've been running the nightmare hunts. I've been grinding for stuff. What, what are you talking about? We, we're just getting started. I don't have a single god roll stat yet. Eugene's being concerned about me getting a bunch of god roll stuff, changing the affinity, and then being like, well, I'm done. Do you know how many god roll pieces we would need for Eugene's concern to take root? That's, we got to ignore the class item. So it's four, 12. That's 12 god roll pieces on each character. The likelihood of that happening, the likelihood of that happening is not going to happen. I'm referring to the affinity change. You don't understand what I'm asking for. If you think I'm going to ask for affinity change, they would give it to us. And I would say, you guys are cheapening the grind. If you think I'm that stupid, and that lacking of foresight, then you've never been in my channel before, or if you have, you're just not paying attention. I don't do that. I don't argue for systematic changes that cause problems down the road. That's other streamers' jobs. <laughs> Lono sip. That, like, all the changes that I argued for, all the things I asked for, I got them. <laughs> Read the twabs leading up to Shadowkeep. They're like bullet points from my dadgum videos, okay? When I'm asking for an affinity change, I am not asking for a cheapening of the grind. I'm not. I'm asking for one costly change. One. That would happen, like, very infrequently. Very infrequently. You finally got the god roll. It's got the right stats for your build. But it's arc, and you need it to be void. The time it would take to get that roll, the time it would take to use the resources up to change it, would not cheapen the grind at all. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Uh, Ruku says, with armor stats being more important than ever, do we need ways to target specific exotic armor drops? Yes, we do. Dynamic with the Prime sub, thank you. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes, your dope and deserve dope sp- stuff. Enjoy um, ad-free viewing on the channel. Son of Krypton resub for 19 months and Froggy for 3 months. I think I missed those. And Luke Sabo? Um, yeah, a lot of resubs came through and I missed. We were mid. We were just heavy in the rant. Um, by the way, if you like the back and forth and the dialogue and all the passion, nobody's being mean, nobody's being rude, nobody's insulting each other, and we're having a great disagreement. It makes for great entertainment. If you like it, be sure to click the follow button. That's the heart button. That's a free way to support the channel. So, um, if you add an affinity, it jumps to 24. Well, yeah, I mean, when you, I, I know that when you add the, when, if you add an affinity, it jumps to 24. What do you mean? I'm not sure what you mean. Okay, um, yeah, as far as targeting specific armor drops, I think something they could do is you go to Xur, and he has the entire collection of exotics in there, and you can buy, like, a token from him for, let's say, Ophidius Faith on the Hunter. You really want a good roll on Ophidius Faith, and you gotta buy that token from him for Ophidius Faith. Now, you have to have already earned it, or bought it. You need to already have Ophidius Faith, like, in your collections, okay? And you grab that Ophidius Faith token. And then for the next week, it lasts for one week. You can grind the ever-loving frick out of Nightfalls. And Ophidius Faith has a very, very high chance of dropping when an exotic drops. So when an exotic drops, it, it has it has a chance to be a high chance. Um, is that Black Panther as a warlock? You know, I just realized it's kind of like a warlock symbol behind him. It's not meant to be a mashup, but it does look similar. It's just Black Panther. Um, so... 
And then next week, if you wanted to buy another token from him, you'd have to. It would, you know, cost. And then you could grind again. Take another week and grind for the Nightfalls. That's something that I think would be good. It would be like taking the three of coins and and giving it more specificity so you could be like I'm finally going to get my I'm 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 finally going to get my uh my Ophidia space so um unwits says I have the belief that the hardest pinnacle activities nightfall or raid should be giving much better armor drops with better stats we're we're in agreement on this yeah we've covered that quite a bit um just want to say thank you for getting me through the Destiny grind with the, uh, the best way to power level up and go to the areas that I need to go. Uh, oh, you're welcome, Hughes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Stormcrow. I really want to be able to transmog my exotics. The only downside is I would see that in PvP. I cannot see what exotics people are running, but that uh, shouldn't affect me in PvE. Uh, plus, I could then use any armor as ornaments, but I guess that would hurt the Everers. Well, you got a lot of ideas in one que- Well, it's not even a question. This is not a question, so I'm actually just going to skip it. I- I've got to start to stand by my word and not answer. This isn't a question. This is just you saying something you wish would happen. So i, I got to move on. That's not fair to the people that do the same thing. Please do not submit things that aren't questions. That's just a complaint. G-O-H-D. Not sure if this was mentioned, but how about old raid gear drops as universal ornaments rather than physical gear with raid stats. That would still make players want to run the old raids. WoW does this with transmog of old content, keeping it somewhat relevant. I mean... I don't know. I... I'm real hesitant to open this floodgate because in my mind, they could rejuvenate all that old content if they did something with the guns. Um, You know... There was a question. He asked a question about transmog of exotic armor. Eh, it's my Q&A session, so if people are going to submit a four-sentence-long complaint with one simple question, I just can't allow that. It gets absurd, dude. you got to submit a question, not a giant complaint. A paragraph-long complaint with, do you think we should be able to transmog the exotic armor? Like, that's the question. That's the question, you know? Um... It just isn't fair. It's not fair. It's you, you got to submit questions and not just big complaints. Um. Uh, yeah, there's just a part of me that's like they could rejuvenate Escalation Protocol, change the armor grind, and then I could grind Escalation Protocol for God tier Escalation Protocol sets. What you're saying is raids or even Escalation Protocol, any of that old stuff. I would go run it, get the armor to drop, and then I'm done. Right? Um, I don't like that because there's just a part of me that feels like let's not let's not hurt that old content. That old content's got potential and we could hurt it if we do that. There's no, you can never rejuvenate it at that point. Because now it's like I can look like that if I want. I got it all. It, it didn't take long at all. Um, I don't know. Because I think the guns are kind of hanging in a, here, here's what I think. I'm not, I'm not encapsulating my thoughts well right now. I think all of the year one guns are in a holding pattern right now. All the guns. So guns in Leviathan, guns from Escalation Protocol, guns from Curse of Osiris, okay? They're all in a holding pattern. And I think they could be used, um, they could be used in the future to rejuvenate all that old content. Now, not to be sold, but to like bolster a season 
it could be real, real easy. Oh yeah, we just rejuvenate Escalation Protocol. It's free for everybody. Uh, the armor is different, and the guns are different, and blah, 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 blah. You you chop the legs off that horse before it even starts to run. If right now you're like, yeah, you can run all the old content, and it just drops as an ornament, and then you're done. Helmet, done. Chest, done. Like You just get all those pieces, and you're done. They're just ornaments. That's why I'm super hesitant, because like this sounds like such a good idea. I'm not going to say your idea is bad, but it's like, ooh, that could really, really hurt potential future like repurposing. Reskin content. If it's free, then no one could complain. It would just make every season have a little bit more punch. Um, keep weapon drops being weapon drops, but have the armor be ornaments. There's just a value to grind. Ugh. This is tough. You could slice this either way, Geo. You could slice it either way. I just think there's a value to that grind. I think raids really, really need to be non-powerful pursuits where I can just keep going, and then you're just in there having a ball with your friends. You're in that grind lane trying to get the armor to drop with the right stats. And then they could do the exact same thing with those raids later on. And like I said, they could call it something, like call it Raid Gauntlet or something, and it turns on Contest Modifier, and you can run the raid as many times as you want for non-powerful drops. I just, I don't know. You can't gut the content of its gear like that, even if you're just turning it into ornaments. Yeah, I just, I'm so hesitant to do that. Because that, to me, I'm telling you, that's how I picture it. I'm like, all this old content could really be rejuvenated. And you're coming in with your ornamental idea, and you're like, oh yeah, watch this. Boom! And it's like, it's all been cheapened and shortened, and it'll never be rejuvenated now. Why? Well, because you run it a couple of times, you get everything as an ornament, and now the armor sets are null and void. It's just, I'm real hesitant to pull the trigger on your idea. It sounds great. It sounds great, but I don't know. I don't like it. You know what I would like better? I would like this better. If you run those old raids enough at that old contest modifier, and you're getting non-powerfuls, if you do it enough, you could unlock a universal ornament or something. Um, And then... What if every time you take something all the way up to level 10, it unlocks it as a universal ornament? So if you get all decked out on Leviathan gear because you love it, and you take it all to level 10, and that's your set, and then next season, maybe they invalidate it, or maybe you're really pivoting to other sets, but you still just love the way that looks. Maybe because of your investment in your choices, you've unlocked that as an ornament. There's got to be something in the way of you getting that as a universal ornament. Number one, that could be a database problem for Bungie in general, but... I think it should be earned. I think it would be. It needs to be something that you would earn by running it enough or investing in it enough, and then you could use it as an ornament instead of just like I got the helmet to drop. Sweet! I never have to run Leviathan ever again. I got all the armor as ornaments. Oh, well, we changed the guns. We updated the guns. Cool. Now half the drops don't matter to me because it's armor. You know what I'm saying? I just, I have a very different mindset about Bungie repurposing content, so I'm always looking at old content as ripe fields for harvest, or, well, not harvest yet, it would be ripe fields for investment and, and, and sowing, and then we could reap that and say, oh, this content's good again, this content's worth running again, and I, you're coming in and being like, well, we could, we could harvest it now, and I'm like, yeah, but we wouldn't get as big of a harvest if we harvested now. That's a that's a decent analogy, I think. You're okay with Olcon having the opportunity to be dropped at a god roll with contest modifier? Yes. 
Yes. If they did contest modifier and they waited a month, I'd be fine with it. I'd be fine with it. I did not. I don't like the idea of people going into 750 level gear, like two year old raids at 750 and getting god roll stats. I just think that that's absurd. Um, and I'm going into brand new raid, less familiar community, less polished strategies and teams, and it's well above 750. So I had to grind to get there, and so did all the people that are playing with me. And we're getting like 53s. That's just. How do you hear that sentence and not see it as dumb? It's like that's dumb. Um. I need to check and see where we are in question choice. Oh, we're very close to the end. Okay, good. Um, uh, Gail, how do you feel about overload barrier ETC mods? I feel like they take away from creativity on builds. Why would I ever use like a dragonfly mod on my gun when it's necessary to have those on the guns? I actually think you're, I don't think they should supplant mods. I agree with you. I don't think they should, these should not, this should not supplant the mod. These should have their own mod slots. And I tell you what, I tell you what, new guns, any gun with the Erismorn symbol or the Undying symbol should have an extra slot for them as a soft motivation to use new guns. Problem solved. Every season, there's a soft push to using the new guns as opposed to your old guns. Why? Well, I don't know. You could run minor spec and, and one of these. I, that would be great. That would be great, because then you're like, well, that's not fair. I want to run my gun from nine seasons ago. You can, and go ahead. Take your recluse and throw those anti-barrier rounds on there. But I can run minor spec and the anti-barrier, so mine's a little bit more relevant. You know, it's just an extra, I don't know. That feels like a smart move, because they're not they're not nullifying your weapon. They're not. You can still use it. But it's slightly outdated, just slightly. It's got a little, it's got a little wear on it. You're like, oh, it's not, it's not quite as good, but it's still good. A couple seasons go by, and you're like, oh, I really need those mods. They make a difference. I think that'd be a great soft push to new gear. The more I say it, that's gonna be a tweet in a minute. <laughs> Vortanamo Bay. What if you could apply all mods, but mods with matching affinity are just cheaper? Yeah, somebody said this earlier. It's not bad. It's not bad. I like the idea of just level 10. I can change the affinity once. Uh, OG Boxer. With the affinity issue, instead of reintroducing the active re-rolling in the game, would be increasing loot drops. Yeah, a little bit ago, Blader said that. Like, just increase the loot drops and let us run raids over and over again, and then that would solve the problem. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, because then I'm just getting more chances. Uh, Get Wrecked, Ralph. Yeah, Get Wrecked, Ralph. Uh, How would you decide which armor and weapons to keep, infuse, dismantle? Do you just stack your vault? You just get to a point where you know armor drops and I see, oh, it's a 52, delete. Oh, it's a 54 total stat roll, delete. Like, I just know. Oh, it's a 59, that's pretty good. Oh, it's mostly mobility. I don't run mobility, delete. It just, it kind of comes from your own affinities and your own experience. Last question, Dr. Sprepper, with the armor grind for god roll armor, how will they incentivize armor in the next seasons? We actually talked about this in the middle of the video and you weren't here for it. Let me show you something that I didn't realize until today. This slot is called the Undying Armor Mod. There will be a new slot called probably Dawn Armor Mod. Season of Dawn. So Season of Dawn will have a Dawn Armor Mod. And if you want to run new mods for new activities and new relevant things like that, 
you're going to probably have to run the new armor, which is exactly what inspired the idea on the guns that we just had a moment ago, a soft push to the new stuff. So we're going to keep streaming. I think we're going to probably eat lunch and run a raid. So if you want to watch some raid, learn some things, learn some strats, we'll keep discussing great discussions today. A lot of liveliness, a lot of back and forth. Disagreement is so fun and so entertaining. If you enjoyed this segment, stick around. Don't go anywhere. We're not shutting down, but while you're at it, click the follow button. That's a free way to support me. Click that little heart button. We have a good time here. It's like an interactive podcast. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe.